We've got a great show lined up for you tonight, folks. You might have Oh, you're doing noticed. it like a sports commentator yeah, I'm, now. I'm being a yeah. fucking loser. Um, you might have noticed we have a new theme song. Yeah. And that was uh, because we re- found this one and we really liked it. And we were like, I'm sorry, did they write this just for us? Yeah, basically. I just felt like it really embodied my soul. Yeah. Yeah. In a horror theme song. In a horror theme song. In a horror... In a horror theme song. In a horror theme song. In a horror theme song. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. That's all. How you been? I haven't seen you in a while, actually. I know. I've been missing you like Where crazy. Where you at? Where you been, huh? <laughs> I've been, you know, just wheeling, dealing. <laughs> no. Wheeling, dealing. Dealing, you know. Um... <laughs> Sounds like a traveling salesman. I know. Um, Cool, cool. Anyway, yeah, how you been? What you been doing? I don't know, nothing. We rescued a dog. My sister rescued a dog the other day. Yeah, that's so, yeah. Like, just, like, met this dog and, like, the owner just couldn't take care of it properly. So my sister was like, this comes home with me. Yeah, you can't keep this. No, and just convinced her to, like, give her the dog. So my sister took this dog home. So now we're like... He's the cutest little, sweetest little cuddly angel. And um, we had him over at my house today while my sister went shopping just because he has never really been in a house before. What? See outside? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's definitely not an outside dog. Like, the breed no, is not like an outside dog. No, not at dog. all. So, Natalie, my sister... Uh, Kept him at her house last night, but she had to go shopping today. So then I took the dog to my house while she was shopping. And, um, yeah, he was just cuddling and being a little cutie. Little and Abby's okay with him? Yeah, it's so strange. My dog usually doesn't get along with other dogs. Yeah. She has no problem with this dog. Aww. And also my dog, my dog gets jealous when I give attention to yeah. other animals. Also the same way. So I have two cats. And right. even with the cats, she lives with them. But if I give them more attention, more attention, she jumps up and tries to, like, be a part of it or put her right. body in between us or right. whatever. Right, right. Not with this dog. Aww. Yeah. So, like, she must so just sense his, like, yeah. like probably just yeah. tenderness. Just a sweet little angel baby. Yeah. So we, um... We, yeah, I don't know. He was at our house and um, we really want to keep him, obviously. Like, Natalie loves him. I love him. Our brother loves him. My mom is obsessed with him. My mom wants to keep him. So we have to figure out a way to let my dad let her keep him. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's what's been going that's on me with me. just really hoping that your dad. Yeah. Send out the good vibes. Yeah. For anyway, sure. You want to talk about horoscopes? Yeah, let's talk about horoscopes. Okay. I didn't pull anything I pulled up. them for you. So yeah, I'm you a pulled good, them. I'm a good person. Okay. Who reads first? I can't remember. I don't care. I think I read yours first. Okay. Don't be surprised if many visitors come to your door today. A relative or coworker could be in a black mood, which could spill over to you as you're feeling more intuitive than usual. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Realize that this isn't coming from you, Leo, and let it go. Misinformation could come your way by phone, email, or mail. Check out the facts before you buy into it. I don't know. Cool. I don't know. I I haven't really, like, I went to my my parents' house earlier. Yeah. And, like, my dad was, like, venting about my mom. And I was, like, 
yeah, yeah. she's been this way my whole life. Yeah. You're just getting around to figuring this yeah. one out. Now like, I'm not in the house yeah. and you're in the next now target. you're dealing with it. So I guess it's like one of, I don't know, I guess that's not really black news. No, black mood. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of not accurate for me today. Okay, that's fair. Cool. Well, the day's not over. The day is very much not over. <laughs> anyway. um, okay, so yours. Disturbing dreams or unsettling moods could arise today, causing you to wonder if something is wrong or something bad is going to happen. Let it go, Gemini. If anything goes wrong, it isn't likely to be anything major. A recent event may have triggered old impressions that are causing these feelings. You could also be picking up on others' moods as your intuition is high. I do feel like I've been picking up on other people's moods yeah. today, like a lot. Okay. And um, I don't know. I did have a weird dream last night, which I'm not going to talk about. Mm. Um, but I had a weird dream about someone who's like no longer in my life. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck, I hope, I hope they're okay. Mm-hmm. And that was really it. <laughs> so yeah, disturbing I- dreams could arise, but... Yeah, that's kind of yeah, relevant. It was relevant. Um, all right. I feel like we're being like really, like we really amped up at the beginning and now we're like just we're like crashing. crashing. What happened to us? I don't know. Well, we were talking about the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi me a river. Kawhi me a river. Like your shirt says. Um, okay, so we have a cool episode I don't think we have a theme this No, we this decided week. on no theme because I wanted to do something NBA related. Yeah. But and how many haunted had, NBA yeah, stories? Yeah, there's not that many, but I was informed of one recently. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Before, you know, this is all over, might as well just strike yeah. while the iron's hot. Yeah. And I watched, uh, okay, so there's a show called Paranormal Survivor. And I was watching it. And this story, I was like, holy shit this is insane the mm-hmm. story that i found out um so i think you're the starting one today yeah so you go right ahead oh kidoke so like i said um i've been inspired due to the nba finals and there is a hotel in oklahoma oklahoma called the skirvin hotel um so i'm going to talk about the um, paranormal or the ghost sightings and how that all came to be um, from the Skirvin Hotel. So in January 2010, the Oklahoma City Thunder handily defeated the New York Knicks, scoring 106 points to the Knicks' 88. Was it skill behind Oklahoma City's win, or did a ghost indirectly aid the team? Oh, damn. Located on the corner of First Street and Broadway, Oklahoma City's Skirvin Hilton Hotel regularly hosts teams in town to play the Thunder. The 107-year-old building also has a reputation for being haunted. According to a report in the New York Daily News, a two-day stay at the Skirvin left at least two Knicks players convinced the hotel's spooky stories were true. Eddie Curry was one of those players. Per the Daily News, Curry slept only two hours the night before the game with Oklahoma City because he was spooked by tales of the resident ghost. 
So according to local legend, a maid named Effie jumped from an upper floor with her baby after the hotel's owner and child's father, W.B. Skirvin, locked her in a room to prevent a scandal. Oh my God. The maid is now said to roam the hotel, slamming doors, peeping at men in the shower, and even propositioning male guests. Yes, girl. Yes, girl, get it. (laughs) Visitors also report awakening to the sound of a baby wailing. They said it happened on the 10th floor, and I'm the only one staying on the 10th floor, Curry told the Daily News. Oh, God. That's why I spent most of my time in Nate Robinson's room. I definitely definitely believe there are ghosts in that hotel. Is the tragic tale of Effie true? There's no record of a woman hurling herself from the upper floors of the Skirvin Hotel, though a salesman once jumped from the 10th. Despite a lack of evidence, tales of ghostly happenings persist. A year after the New York Daily News published the Knicks ghost story, ESPN columnist Bill Simmons spent a sleepless night at the Skirvin after hearing an infant wail. He described the eerie experience in his column. I woke up at 4.30 with my heart pounding. Suddenly, it dawned on me that I wasn't alone. I had an overpowering sensation that someone else was in the room. I decided to turn on the light. Stretching to my right for the switch, out of nowhere, I heard the sound of a baby crying urgently to my far left. Oh my god. The urgency freaked me out just as much as the crying itself. Yeah. I fumbled for the switch, couldn't find it, fumbled, fumbled some more. Then finally the turned the light on. The crying sound stopped. I kept the lights on and the television, and that's how I spent the next three and a half hours, half asleep, half awake, and totally spooked. Yep, that's what I would have done. I came to Oklahoma City for Durant and Westbrook and left telling stories about Effie's baby. And just know that the next time someone tells me a ghost story, I will believe them. So um, that's basically like the the major story Mm -hmm. of the Skirvin Hotel, but... It seems to persist, and um, a bunch of NBA players have continued to experience. Really? Yeah, there's like there's like tons of stuff about it, and I, like I could go into it, but it'd be like way too long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, I there's people who are like, they just like there's everyone just sees this made like around and just attacking people oh my god um but like if that's true like if she actually did jump from a window because she was locked in her room like yeah i would haunt the shit out of that place a fucking hundred percent or i would just haunt that guy forever (laughs) well i think he's dead well he's definitely dead now but still yeah that's terrifying can you imagine um (sighs) so that was that's that good it's it's a short one yeah um Short and good. But you should look up some more. You should look up. If any of our listeners are from Oklahoma City and have stayed in that hotel, let us know. Okay, mine's long, so... Good. That's good. Uh, Okay, so basically... I'm going to tell you the story of Nadine's Trailer Park Terror. 
they, her and her family had moved into this trailer park in April of 1991. They moved a lot because her husband was in the military. The trailer park was nice, it was affordable, and it was clean. The people in the trailer park uh, were military, like her family, and they all fit in fine. The trailer was going to be the family's home until housing could be arranged on the nearby military base. So usually when you're waiting for government housing on post, it can take up to 27 months. So they thought that it would be like two years that they'd have to live in this trailer park. Okay. They were really young at the time. And uh, she said that she remembers being at the end of the row. There were big, there was uh, a big field and there were trees. Um, and she would play outside during the day. At night, they were mostly inside. If you looked out the window, you could see a big field and there was a wooded tree line. And she said, the tree line, I never liked it. It just seemed off to me. I just never liked the woods. It just always felt cold. It just kind of, I don't know, it made me feel eerie. I do remember the forest. It was something that I generally avoided. The unnerving sensations soon became all too real. Her husband and uh, her, or sorry, her son and her would go outside and play ball, uh, just like nor a normal kid. And on one day, they went outside and the neighbor's dog was lying there. They thought the dog was sleeping, but he was dead. Um, what? Yeah. So the dog was their, like I said, it was their neighbor's dog, but the neighbors were never home. So they decided that they were going to bury the dog next to the woods because they didn't think it was right to just leave the dog there. Mm -hmm. So they dug a hole. It was about two feet deep. And they thought that that would be enough to thwart off like a lot of small creatures that would try and dig it up. Mm -hmm. They were outside. Um, so whatever. So they did that. And then time goes by. So they're outside. The sun is playing. And then the mom noticed that there was something weird about the woods. So she walked up to where the hole was and it had been dug up and it was empty and the dog was gone. Oh, what? Yeah. So she says, after we had buried the dog and it had been dug up, you would see something at the edge of the woods. You would see these glowing red eyes, like blood red eyes. Ooh. It appeared to be some type of animal or creature, maybe eight feet tall. This thing was staring right at you. You could just feel it boring down on you, like it was watching you all the time. It was terrifying. I will never forget those eyes. So... Spirits that like to intimidate will show themselves to scare people, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and not all spiritual entities entities are humanoid figures. Most of the times they can morph into different shapes, different forms, different creature-like animals, and they can wreak havoc on your life. And it got to the point where every night that Nate where every night Nadine would see the red eyes hovering in the distance. She was convinced that they were like someone's eyes or they were someone like something, right? Yeah. Um, and this heightened her protective instincts. She would never let her kid out of her sight. He would go out to take the garbage or go out to the car and she always had to know where he was because she was afraid because she didn't know what this thing was. She was afraid that if she took her eyes off of him, something was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um and then the kid said she was more protective of me. She liked to keep me close by with an earshot and within sight. And um, so she was right to be scared because the terror started to escalate. Um, 
Her husband was a skeptic. He thought that she was embellishing on what she saw. So his first impression was that her imagination was getting away from her. Because, you know, women, right? Right, yeah. Hysterical. Hysterical. Um, so about two or three weeks after Nadine had first seen this thing, um, she was finally able to show it to her husband and show him the eyes in the woods. He thought that it was going to be something low to the ground, like some kind of canine or a wolf. Yeah. So that he could be like, don't worry about it. It's just a wolf. Right, 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 right. Um, Until it moved and then they could see how big the thing was. Oh, geez. Yeah. So he got his rifle and started loading it. Uh, He was expecting that it could be explained away and he had no explanation for it. Um, I just missed my spot. Sorry. Okay. So, um, they had no explanation, the, uh, whatever it was, you could hear growling and grunting and awful noises. And he had his rifle and he started crossing the fields and he says, I got out there and it was gone. I could find no evidence whatsoever. So as the unexplained, unexplained sightings kept intensifying, Nadine went to go look for answers. She decided to ask some of the neighbors about it and she got really odd reactions she asked them if they knew much about the wildlife around here and asked if she had ever seen anything bigger when she or if they had ever seen anything bigger when she went to ask one neighbor the neighbor refused to speak to her she closed the door and she would never speak to nadine after that Uh, she noticed that a lot of her neighbors had started moving and it appeared like they had moved in the middle of the night and she noticed that it was happening a lot The neighbors came and went. Some of them were freaked out by whatever the creature was. Nadine started asking questions and she started asking why they had left. Why was everyone leaving so quickly? And she was told that she was told that each one of them had left because something had happened to them where a dog or a wolf or something had tried to attack them and tried to get into their mobile home. She went to a vacant trailer one time to go like look around Mm -hmm. And the red eyes were inside of the trailer looking at her. What the fuck? Yeah. What? And she said she realized that it was watching her and that it was real and it wasn't going away. And then she's like, now I'm fucking scared. Sure. Now I'm terrified. Yeah. She didn't know what she was dealing with. She didn't know if it was a ghost. She didn't know if it was a demon. Um, And then her son starts having really bad nightmares. Okay. Okay. So it was getting really common that he would wake up in the middle of the night at least two to three times a week. Um, And every time it was the same nightmare. He would wake up in the middle of the night screaming and he would be panicked and his parents would tell him it was just a nightmare. In the beginning, they would would just try to get him to go back to sleep and say, like, I'm right here if you need me. But soon they found out how overpowering the nightmares had become. They got called by the school principal about pictures he had been drawing in class, and they were all of the same picture. It was a big thing with red eyes, and he drew teeth on them, and the teeth had blood dripping off of them. It was really disturbing. Um, And the kid said, I drew it repeatedly over and over again. It was a big deal to me. And he said... One night I was having this nightmare. I saw a big black form outside of my window. I was scared. Mom, dad, he screamed and they ran into his room um, and he was just looking out of the window. And then um, everybody saw the same red eyes outside of the window. Okay. Okay. Um, 
whatever this thing was had black and brown hair or fur and it was walking up it was upright like a walking wolf like a werewolf yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's exactly Um, what i was picturing this entire time was like right yeah and then they realized like this thing is stalking them okay and they felt like it was like it had honed in on them and it's coming for them type thing right all right um so with more questions than answers nadine is determined to get to the root of the mystery so they go to the library And the library tells them that there's a legend of skinwalkers in this area before. She'd never heard of a skinwalker before. And um, a skinwalker, what this thing says, is a type of creature that was once human. They can assume the forms of animals like foxes or wolves. They are considered very dangerous and they have evil intentions. They are connected to illness, bad luck, and even death. And then, so I Googled what a skinwalker is and like really in short terms in the Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into possess or disguise themselves as an animal. Uh, Yeah. Well, right. So there's that. So this is really like avant-garde for me right now. Like what is this? But this is like a real girl who's like telling her story, like, Literally yeah. sitting and like being interviewed for this story. And then my and stomach then is beginning to turn. Other people are corroborating it. So we're gonna okay. get into that. Okay. So um they found out there was quite a bit of research behind it. They had no idea how to protect themselves from this. So John had to go away for work, her husband, mm-hmm. and she did not want to be left in the trailer alone and asked her friends to come stay the night. So uh, one of her friends came to stay the night and they heard growling outside and noises outside. Uh, and the, the friend is like, yeah, I definitely heard that like guttural type of noises. Right. Um, they went to the door. They both looked out and up at the edge of the woods, it was standing there and looking at them head to toe, upright walking black wolf with red eyes. Nadine and her family were being terrorized by this vicious beast. Um, and then the thing tries to get into the trailer. So the trailer starts to shake. Uh, I don't know how you make a 14 by 80 mobile home move, but the whole thing started moving. Whatever it was, it was literally shaking the whole place. Um, My friend started started panicking and she said, we need to call the police. And I thought, what are the police going to do? Yeah. We were standing there and the door just flew open and we thought, this is how we're going to die. And we looked out and there was nothing. It was gone. There was nothing there. We were terrified. We knew that there was no way to get out of this except to leave. Okay. So after the trailer was attacked, obviously she's more concerned with the safety of her family. How far would this creature go? Um, and they were terrified of what was going to happen next. So they moved out as fast as they could. Yeah. Um, they were panicked. They were packing in a hurry and they literally left a bunch of their shit behind. Cause they were like, get the important things in the car and get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, they said we wanted out so badly. We left stuff and we never went back. Even the day we left, I saw the eyes in the woods. There it was. The husband said, I loaded them all in the truck and we hit the road. We never looked back. And then she says, I still don't like to be near the woods at night anywhere. It has changed me forever. Mm-hmm. And that's it. The story of Nadine's trailer park terror that's and the fucked. skinwalker. I wonder if like anyone who's gone back to the trailer park has seen anything similar. I don't know, girl. 
fucking that's pretty fucking terrifying can you imagine first i thought it was going to be a werewolf and i was like yeah that's what i thought but the witch thing just threw me yeah scary scary business out there yeah man I feel bad that my story was so short, but I don't care. I want to like, I feel like there's just too many incidents to like pick up the best one. Yeah. And it was relevant. You're fine. Yeah. It's for what's going on right now. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do our hometown haunt now. Let's see which one we're going to pick. Okay. Should we just pick the oldest one? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I don't think that we read this one. No, doesn't okay. look like it. Okay, cool. Okay. So we are going to read a story from Adele. Okay. Not the singer, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, I'm loving the podcast. I've only been listening a few days, but I love the flow it has. It's just funny enough to keep me from getting too creeped out. I have so many stories about ghosts as I think it's a family trait passed down from so many women in my family. I also live in an old and active part of Ontario between Ottawa and Montreal with the Mohawk Reservation and the Battle of Chrysler Farm and most of all the lost villages where nine communities in 1958 were submerged into the St. Lawrence River. Hmm. A lot of houses were moved to new communities just a short distance away, like my parents' house that is about 100 years old now. Wow. This makes the area I live in very active with paranormal activity. Like I said, I have a crap load of experiences, but I'll start off with this gem. I was maybe around six or seven. I was playing outside on the road. It was a dead end, long straight road with train tracks at the end with only five other houses on it. And all the houses were together. So I can see them. So I can see all of them. So my little kid self sees a black 1940s car speeding from the dead end part of the road. And I can tell it's going fast from the dust it's turning up behind it from the dirt road. My body feels stunned and I'm just standing there watching it hurtle towards me. I can't move. It's like I don't even think to try and move. I wait till it's inches away from me and I close my eyes and this giant gust of wind blows past me. I open my eyes ready to pee my pants and look behind me and there is no car. There isn't even the dust from the dirt road. So a couple years later, my brothers and I were just playing in the thicket of trees on the opposite side of our house from the road and it's the furthest things we thing we've been in the it's the furthest we've been in the trees it's not a big thicket and my brothers got very excited because they spotted a big rusted old 1940s car as soon as i got a look at at it my body went cold it was the same car just dilapidated i immediately ran home and let my brother play in it to get haunted with (laughs) tetanus what tetanus like you get it from rust nice (laughs) amazing Always staying spooky, Adele. That's actually fucking. I can just picture it happening. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a good one. It's well written. Well out. written. You had me captivated this entire yes. time. Thank you for that. We love it. All right, should we do a fuck Mary kill? Yeah, we should. This is a really short episode, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. We have we have filler coming. Oh, we do. We, we have do. filler. We Don't have worry. We've stuff. got news coming up at the end of this episode. Yeah. Let's do a fuck Mary kill and then we'll get, or should we give them the news and then play fuck Mary kill? No. Okay. Fuck Mary kill. You want me to go first? Yeah. 
Okay. We're going to do an NBA finals. <laughs> Sorry, Fuck guys. Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the guys here. Okay. For the guys who were about to yeah. roast. <laughs> but like, really, they're like, okay, fucking Hamiltonian women. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Um, okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Steph Curry. DeMarcus Cousins. Okay. So I would marry Steph Curry. Okay. Because he's adorable, and yeah, he's... he, him, and his wife are like so cute together. Yeah, and I would love for that to be my life. Okay, got um, it. I would fuck. I want to say Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, because he's kind of hot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then I would kill Kevin Durant because he's not even playing right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, That's he's like, then. he might come, and I would kill him because if he does come back, we might be fucked. Oh, because, yeah, that's, yeah. So I totally would kill Kevin Durant. Okay, I got it. All right. Yeah. So um, for my Raptor squad, I'm going to have to Google them because I don't know what they look like. Because, oh again, I don't give a fuck. Fine. But here we go. Okay, I got fuck, Mary kill, Kawhi Leonard. Obviously. Um, <laughs> Pascal Siakam. Okay. And I'm going to throw. Drake in there for you. <laughs> he's not a raptor. He's, a, he's not a raptor, but he's, he's like, an ambassador for the raptors. That's true. That's true. Unless that's you really true. want me to do someone like like someone else. Like I, I can. No. Okay, let me really think about this. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna marry Drake for his money. No! Yeah, for his money. Are you kidding me? Okay, well I would kill Drake, but go ahead. <laughs> Who are the other two? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And Pascal Siakam. Okay. I will. You can't kill Pascal Siakam and you can't kill Kawhi Leonard. So you have to kill Drake. Wait, why can't I kill them? Because they're both. We need them. Because, okay, first of all, Pascal Siakam was going to be a priest. Oh, I'll marry him then. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to marry Pascal Siakam. Why can't I kill Kawhi? Are you joking? (laughs) Are you... Is that a fucking joke? No, because I wouldn't want to have sex with Drake. I'm not kidding. I would never want to have sex with Drake. I would go with Kawhi Leonard for the sexual relations. You're right. So I'll go with Kawhi Leonard. Sorry, I'm really swaying this in my... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Again, I know nothing about these people. So thank you for informing me. You're welcome. So yes, I will marry Pascal Siakam because he used to be a priest. So I feel like... He's not... He didn't become one yet. He was supposed to be a priest. Supposed to be one, yeah. Yeah. So like and he's from nice Cameroon, and he's, like, really, like, it's a big deal. relationship, yeah. I feel. Yes. Uh, I'll have sex with Kawhi Leonard basically just because I don't ever want to have sex with Drake. Yes, okay. And I would kill Drake, and that's it. That's it. And that's it, one and done. I just couldn't allow you to actually want to kill a raptor, <laughs> so I had to throw Drake in there. Man, I don't care. I'll kill all of them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. would marry all of them. Um, I would not have sex with all of them. I no. would have sex with Pascal and Kawhi, but not with Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Drake's going to be crying in his feelings. Probably not. He was, <laughs> he's probably never going to know this happened. He may. He might. And if he ever finds my Instagram, he'll be like, yeah, good. I don't want to fuck you either. Oh my so. God. <laughs> you're horrible. Uh, but your friend, Nicolina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would totally fuck her and ghost her. And yeah, yes. Um, totally. Yeah. Or send an Uber X your way. <laughs> oh my God. Shit. 
All right, so we have news. Yeah, we news. have to tell. We have to talk to you guys. Oh wait, first let's talk about how we had a lot of listens on the last episode. Yeah, but I, like a lot of listens in a very short period of time. Like in twenty four hours, yeah. we had like thousands of listens. Yeah, I was very excited. But um, like I mean, I love I love my paranormies so much. Yeah. Um, I just wish that they'd rate, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, guys, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, guys, rate, review, and subscribe. It literally takes one second. You go and you hit the five stars. Like, when you send us these emails, like, just copy and paste your, like, like what you tell us and put oh it in a review. Oh, my God, yeah, in the very top. Yeah. It's so easy. You don't even have to write it twice. You just copy and paste it right into a review. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, please. Thanks. Okay. I love you. <laughs> that's not the big news though that's not the big news we have bigger news do you want to tell them um i guess yeah tell them okay well we have decided that a lot of people are enjoying our uh witty banter and our <laughs> uh lessons about life that we like to try and um bestow bestow on our listeners so we've decided to create a second podcast yeah and it will be exclusively about um providing advice life lessons teachable moments yeah um that we can share with y'all yeah and basically. so basically yeah like we would love if you would send us your questions that you have about life like anything yeah. anything really or uh, like i'm fighting with my best friend and like what do i do yeah or, or my like, boyfriend's being a dick yeah should i break up with him like probably he always puts his phone face down what does this mean <laughs> yes let me tell you yeah we, like good. it can be very specific yeah we, we we know we got the intuition yeah nicolina has always been somebody that i go to for advice and she's never sugar-coated anything and i used to be part of an advice column yes so I yes, mean, you were. we've got experience. Yeah. I, I just, unfortunately I suffer from like really, really bad anxiety, Yeah, but my anxiety is usually a large indication of the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and that gives yeah. me anxiety because I know the bad shit's happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean. I will tell it to you like it is. And I will also share like my own bad shit yeah. that happens. And then hopefully it'll give you a little sense of, of relief that you're yes. not alone. Not alone. <laughs> and so we're really excited. So what we're going to do now is we're going to give you a teaser of part of our first episode of our new podcast. Okay. So we actually got an email based off of the Instagram story that I posted. Perfect. So she writes to us and obviously everybody that writes in is going to stay anonymous. Yeah. Obviously. Unless um, you want us just to say your name. But... No, this is a hard hitter. <laughs> no, this is a hard hitter. Okay. I'm so right. excited to read it. Me too. I'm excited to say, say the truths about it. The truth. <laughs> okay. Hi, Marie and Nicolina. First of all, I am a huge fan of paranormal and listen religiously. I mean, thank you. I saw on your Instagram story that you are starting a second podcast and we're looking for people to write in to ask for advice. I was thrilled because I do not have any paranormal stories to contribute, but this I can do. Sit tight, ladies. This is going to be a bumpy ride. I have been in a loving relationship for a few years. My guy is sweet, hardworking, and takes care of me. 
Literally could not ask for a better partner. But the other day, something happened to me that most people only dream of. A bonafide celebrity slid into my DMs. Now, I'm not talking red carpet celeb, but if I told you their name, you would know exactly who I meant. Blue, checkmark, verified on Instagram. Okay. Which is impressive. Is it an influencer or is it a, like... Like, I don't know. This is what she says. She I says know. it's not red carpet. So I think it's like an actual celebrity, like either like a TV show person or like somebody in the music industry, possibly. You, but they, they go on the red carpet. Maybe it's somebody who's like, I'm I'm guessing she means not George Clooney. No, of course. Okay, not okay, someone okay. like George Clooney. Okay. But believe me, you know, who you would know who I'm fucking talking about if I tell you this person's name. Okay. Um, but... I'm impressed. They have a blue check mark on Instagram. Yeah. Which but is hard. Like, yeah. No, it is harder. It's harder than Twitter. That's for sure. Anybody can get a blue check mark on no, Twitter. No, I, I could. Feel, I could just. Us. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, so, okay. So, finish? she says, the message was innocent enough. So, I responded. But it quickly turned flirty. Now, I don't know what to do. I love my man, but a celebrity. Do I go for it and have a fling and get some life experience? Because, like, when is this ever going to happen again? Mm-hmm. I'm very conflicted. How would you handle this? Help. Okay, well, first of all, I've in the past, like that Friends episode, had a list of celebrities that we were able to, like, have That's flings right. with right. If, if they so happen to come, come across. across us. Yeah. So Harry Styles was one of mine. Yes. Um... I don't know if I had anyone that was like pressing, but that was just like the one and only that I was like, no, you don't understand. Like I have to sleep with him. Right. You don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say like, unless you've not, if you've never had that conversation and if that person, or if you have, and that person isn't on that list, um, then I would really like think about if it's worth a lifetime of you know betraying your significant other mm-hmm. over someone who is you know like they're a celebrity that doesn't mean what if they're shit in bed yeah like uh, my my perspective is more just like like wh- <sighs> okay so you're gonna go you're gonna have a fling with this person whatever it's gonna be a one-time deal but what if it's not what if it's not a one-time Yeah, deal? like, one of my friends so then, actually met a celebrity in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, the guy from Entourage. Yeah. So this could be, like, that kind of person. It, that's what I mean, So yeah. she met this guy from Entourage, the, like, what was his name? The main Adrian guy. Adrian Grenier. That's him, yeah. yeah. So, sorry, Adrian, if you're listening. Yeah. But, um, basically, like, they hooked up in Vegas. Yeah. And then he, like, totally wanted to, like, keep talking to her. This is what I mean. And, like, was, like, Skyping her and, like, right. yeah, and, like, wanted to hang out. And she was, like, listen, like, yeah, where I'm not, like, I don't have the money to, like, like, just go yeah, fly, just fly wherever, wherever you are. You are. Like, even if he was, like, willing to pay, it couldn't last. Like how long right. it lasts, but like yeah, you could get stuck in a sticky, well, sticky situation here. Exactly, because what if this person is like, yo, like no, genuinely I, looking I for a relationship. See, I want to see you again, or like, yeah. or what if they want to hook up, but then it's a good hookup, and he's and this person wants is to like, keep calling you oh, and wanna, DMing you, whatever. Right. Yeah. Then then you're hide, then you're hide, but then you're in a position where you're like, okay, I said it was only going to happen one time. Yeah, 
And now he's reaching out again. So then you're going to have a problem where you're like, do I do it again because he's a, ce- a celebrity or do I just let it go? Like I've I, been if, in this situation if before. If it were like, me, not- I would honestly like, if the celebrity was genuinely interested in you, I would maybe become friends with them if you could. Right. And see if, if there's a genuine connection there. Right. If this person really wants to get to know you. And also though, like, the life of being like yeah do you really want that that's like with like being with i don't know i just i think it's a really shiny thing to look at from far away yeah and then you get up to it and it's just a gum wrapper i would also wonder why (laughs) this person would want to maybe she's hot i mean yes it could just be like yeah you're super hot yeah um but then that's kind of superficial and it's not really going to be fulfilling like i mean at the end of the day, if it's just a one, I don't know. I'm this type of person who doesn't really like to just go bang one and someone done. and yeah, be one and too. done. Like I just can't. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not, like I'd rather just be their friend. Yeah. Than go and bang them and then they just lose. Compl- like they don't see me for who I am. Exactly. Yes, I agree. I yes, I think that. I say no. I say I wouldn't do it. I would if he starts being flirty or whatever, or the conversation starts getting flirty. I would just be like, I know it's awkward to be like, I, you know, it sucks. I fucking hate this. I hate that women can't just be like, I have a boyfriend without feeling like they're being that girl. But like, fuck it. Like, just say, yeah, like, I I don't know if you noticed on my Instagram, but like, I I am in a relationship. So like, I don't know, maybe, maybe you just have like a flirty personality, but your messages are coming across as a little flirty. And I want to be upfront and honest. Like, I'm not looking for that because I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Um, but her question is like, what do I do? Should I have this fling? My answer is no. No. And I, I feel like no. other podcasts that may discuss sexual behaviors would probably tell you to go for it. Yeah. But I'm going to say like, like if you have a great, a great, great relationship, relationship, like, yeah. And it'd be different if you emailed us and said, he, my I'm boyfriend not happy. sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like you say that he's great. He's perfect. He's literally perfect. My advice was literally, would literally just try and make a connection with this person on like, like you, you don't know, you could get some perks out of just knowing this person and be able to have life experiences by just getting, without having to have sex with them. Like, I don't think that we should be defined by just being able to fucking bang someone yeah. like we have more to offer absolutely and if yeah. he doesn't want if it is he um it is it, it is a he. he okay um if he doesn't want to see you pass just someone to have sex with then fuck like who cares if he's a celebrity i don't fucking care yeah i personally could care less if you're a celebrity if you're a genuine humble attractive nice person who yeah. has who can like in like stimulate my mind then i'll give you my time of day yeah but i literally just don't go bang guys because they're fucking celebrities yeah i'm with you on that one yep so yeah and that's the tea that's the tea and that's it okay guys that was your little taste of our new podcast we hope that you're interested we hope you like it Um, feel free to email us your questions and rate, review, and subscribe. And that's about it. That's all we've got today. All right. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. That's showbiz, baby. Bye. 
Hey guys, Marie here. Just really quickly wanted to add a footnote to this episode while I was finishing editing it for you today and wanted to let you guys know that the reason why we did not name our new podcast or give you an email address to send your questions to was because we had not yet picked a name for the podcast, but we have since picked one. We have an email address. The new podcast is going to be called Can I Call You? And our email address is can I call you podcast at gmail.com. So if you have something going on in your life that you would like our advice on, please email us at can I call you podcast at gmail.com. We will obviously keep you updated on the paranormal podcast of when the first episode of Can I Call You drops. Love you guys so much. Stay spooky.